Hit the record button. Yep. Welcome to Bacon Folks, hey, hey. everybody. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited to work with you guys. This is a brand new journey for me with writing the book Bacon Focus, a book about getting your shit together little bits at a time. The bacon being, what's your motivation? The reason I came up with this is because I gave my dog a piece of bacon, and he stared at it with so much focus I couldn't believe it. And I thought if I could just focus like that, I could accomplish anything, and that's what we call bacon focus. Uh, we've done a couple of these already. We've got uh, Tyler here. Good to see you. Likewise, boss. I'll do it. Peter Swans, my good friend. Uh, he's a doctor. He's a comedian, and he's the guy I want to look like after I leave the gym. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> um, I was thinking on the way here. Thanks, Rich. I was thinking about what we're doing with this podcast. And what I like about it is it's basically an ancient thing. For forever, guys have been getting together. And whenever we get together, we do four things, okay? First, we make dick jokes, fart jokes. We fuck around. Anytime you've ever talked to girls, they always say, you guys just never stop cutting up. And the truth is we never do. It's in True. our ancient DNA. So you take a, a group of Vikings <laughs> sitting around together, drinking, talking, doing what we're doing right now. A group of uh, samurais. You never think about samurais in a group around the fire just giving each other shit, drinking sake. You know, a group of American Indians on the plane, it was no different then. They made jokes together. They made jokes about each other. They gave each other shit, right? Totally. And they networked. They did a little business and then they found a way to help each other out. You take a bunch of dudes in Milwaukee that sit around at the bar for a while. And the next thing you know, one of them is going to help the other guy put a roof on his house. Or the other guy is going to hook him up with a mechanic. Or if he's struggling, he's going to get him some ass or something, you know. So what we're doing is that very ancient thing that guys do. We're filming from the, live from the caravan, the comedy club in Louisville, Kentucky, which is my home club and Pete's home club. We're going to do a show tonight. We got Evan Lewis on here and Jeff Toy, and uh, that's going to be a blast. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on right now. One with this podcast that we're putting together, that I hope is just exactly what we said earlier. It's a bunch of guys hanging out, a bunch of guys giving each other shit, a bunch of guys networking, and a bunch of guys helping each other out a little bit. Um, we did, uh, Tyler, last week when we were on, we said, let's give each other a little challenge um, with a burpee thing. I was going to do 50 burpees. Tone was going to do 25 burpees and some planks. Uh, Tanner was going to do planks. You were going to take naps. Dudes. Right. Correct. Okay, now, <laughs> I, I, I failed with mine a little bit. I did great the first couple days. I tweaked my shoulder, but instead... I went to the gym and I did leg work or I swam. I did something, even though I didn't get my 50 burpees in. But I got my 50 burpees in the last two days. So overall, it was a win compared to what I did last week. Did you get close to your goals or complete them? I did. Like today was like my schedule has been so nuts, like editing stuff and like going to school and job and all that. Like I've been falling asleep here late okay, at night. Now. It's, so how, it's, how does that affect your sleep at night? Um, I don't get any. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just haven't slept. I figured if you didn't take the nap, then you'd be able to sleep better. 
I mean, I do have sleeping pills. They do help in terms of like getting like three or four hours, but just so much has been on my plate. It's just last couple, uh, especially these first couple of days that last week, I pulled a couple of all-nighters, and last night I essentially pulled an all-nighter. Wow. I don't know what to tell you. What do you think about that, Peter? Wouldn't you think that he'd sleep? Now, you have sleep problems, right? Because I do. I essentially it, Oh, sorry. You want to aim what? for six, six or seven hours, right? Like that's the goal. That's the healthy kind of magic number for, for adults. So that's uh, three's, three's low. I know. I'm, I'm fully aware. But um, this, that's the, 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 the trick is to have a consistent wake-up time, to just try every day to wake at the same time regardless of what time you go to bed. And then that puts your body on a good schedule, a good light. You know, it regiments the routine. I actually do have that. I wake up cool. at seven ten every day, so that's 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 a big pro in my column right there. That's a good one. Yeah, there you go. doing it. There you go. Now, now, Pete, tell tell us a little bit about what you do with your practice. Yeah, I'm a I'm a naturopathic physician. I'm a comic for hobby and occasionally money, but. Most of the time I work with patients holistically uh, to help them transform their health. We talk about diet and lifestyle stuff as well as, you know, the kind of conventional approach stuff, the labs, the blood work, the diagnosis. Uh, but we try to address the underlying issues um, with diet, lifestyle, supplements when necessary, detoxing, just supporting the body's healing. You know, a lot of what the conventional model does in medicine is band-aid the symptoms and that's nice. A lot of us want symptom relief when we're suffering. But the problem then, if you take the Band-Aid off, you're right back where you started. You know, so I'm trying to help people just uh, do it healthier. Rich is a, not just a friend. He's a client. And he's, uh, he's, he's lost like 20 pounds. He looks fantastic. You ain't violating HIPAA law saying that, are you? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm kidding. I'm playing with him. He's awesome. I'm going to get a lawsuit against you, and we can split it and go to Cancun. <laughs> My malpractice will cover it. Well, I'm also, trying. talk a little bit too, Pete, about um, about your uh, stuff with the, uh, the 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 mushroom therapy, the other stuff. Can you talk about that? That I mean, well, I saw somebody I'm, talk to you about. Is that something you can talk about? Um, well, I mean. I'm optimistic. I will tell people, and I talk about on stage when I'm doing comedy, you know, that psychedelics are transforming what we do for mental health medicine. It's a shame that we've been locking people up and they're doing research at John Hopkins at Columbia. You know, they're using mushrooms, MDMA for post-traumatic stress, for trauma, helping our first responders. And it's a game changer. And we should be doing that. And this is the, you know, the pharmaceutical industry hates it because it's the medicine it itself isn't the quick magic bullet fix it's a tool it helps to shift people's perceptions about what they're going through and then with therapy journaling all these other transformative processes it works together and then people climb out of these holes they're in you know but for the pharmaceutical industry that wants people to be repeated users on meds that's uh that's been frowned upon and unfortunately we were locking people up you know, for trying to uh, figure this stuff out. But a lot of states now are legalizing psychedelics, 
decriminalizing them. Um, you know, there's places in the U.S. where under the guy, you know, as a church, you can go and have some of these experiences and some of these ceremonial things. And personally, I hope it comes back. I think we need more culture and ceremony and ritual with our fellow humans. And we all need to kind of let go of the ego and get reconnected with each other. And, and, and I think that's going to happen. I have a buddy who's an MD, you know, they ketamine is a dissociative anesthetic with psychedelic properties. Um, it was a game changer for me personally. I was having panic attacks when my dad was dying. Um, so we've done some, you know, group sessions with patients. It's completely legal. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. And I just, I just hope we, uh, I hope I hope we are continuing to move in that direction. I think I think we are. Well, I mean, I, I used to drop acid before I went to church with my parents because I didn't want to go to church. And I did have those experiences, buddy. I saw Jesus <laughs> better than anybody in the place. I can attest to I've dropped acid to help with because uh, uh, I have a biological child out of wedlock and we gave her up for adoption. And oh, wow, the, wow. the times I did acid really helped me steer me in the right direction. No yeah. kidding. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's craziness, man. Well, I th I've always not been on the side of the drug companies because, yeah, I think there's people that are trying. There's, the, the, there's labs that are out there trying to make stuff. You know, mo mostly they're trying to make money. But, but uh, the things that the FDA have put on, they, you know, if you've ever seen uh, – What's uh what's the, what's the name of the the guy Brzezinski down in Texas that's trying to cure cancer? Oh, you know yeah, about yeah. him? I saw a documentary mm -hmm. on him and he's they had these they had these uh, what are they called? Uh, when you go to go in front of the government and there's a big board of guys. What do you call that? A hearing? Um, 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 like a Senate hearing? Yeah, something like that where they were all trying to shut him down and all these people were showing up holding up their kids, going, "My kid was on the deathbed before." Brzezinski helped me and he did help. Right. Me. And he cured him. Right. And they're like, what are you talking about? Why can't we get, and they, to this day, won't let the dude practice and he's got a cure for cancer. But they're like, you know, it's like the water engine. They're not going to be, the government's not going to let you cure cancer. There's too much money and, you know, there's too much infrastructure with people making money all over the place with cancer. I, I quit yeah. giving money to cancer because uh, I, I, I've done so many fundraisers. I've given so much money to different uh, medical things that are trying to help people. Um, and I finally don't do cancer ones anymore because I don't people think they're trying to find a cure. I think those people that are doing the fundraisers are, but. Hey, hey, not... hey, hey, Rich, I'm going to jump off because people are coming in here to sit. So, okay. I'll, I'll log out. Travis, good meeting you, man. I appreciate you, it's brother. Tyler, not Travis. Tyler, Tyler, sorry. You're a doctor, for God's sakes! Get your bedside manner. I was moving around. I was trying to. I was trying to figure out. Have me back. Have me back. My boy Tanner. Tanner, adopted son. You little fucker. Where is he? There he is. So we gotta get some sort of fucking system with these fucking time zones. Central. We just deal with central. Eighty percent of us are central. When has a time zone ever been good for anybody? All it does well, is trip you up. I just fucking do. We didn't create it, man. We're not Ben Franklin. <laughs> No, that's true. Did you just get off work? Yeah. All in ass to get here. Man, you missed it. In the beginning, we realized we're actually Vikings and Samurais in an ancient order of dudes hanging out. And we also did a bunch of acid trips together, apparently, too. So. Hmm. Well, that'd yeah. be pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, in the other life, you were on time, Tanner. Oh, yeah? Well, 
In this life, I'm six minutes early, you prick. <laughs> oh, I can do that. There we go. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Bravo. I like it. Ooh. What are you wine. drinking? The sun. Uh, it's it's a little it's a little bourbon. That no, 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 no. What was the water you're drinking? Oh gosh, Bob. dude. Do you know what's in that shit? What? Dasani. What? They got fucking potash in there. They got potassium chloride in that stuff. Oh. Double O sixty. Oh, when you fertilizer. Said- when you said potash, I was, got excited. I was like, there's weed ash up in there? No, potash is the <laughs> potassium fertilizer, commercial fertilizer that farmers use to build the potassium levels in their fields, yeah, which is fine in a fertilizer standpoint because it's filtered by the soil. But they've used that in their fucking water to, uh, it's like a drying agent, like quite literally. So it dries out your tongue and makes you addicted to the sani. There's some magnesium sulfate in there too, but that's that's in most everything anymore, but... Well, if I can't trust bottled water, I'm not going to get the, the vaccine. Jeez. I'm not telling you to get the vaccine. <laughs> I'm not getting the vaccine. You don't know what Do whatever you want. I could, give, I could give two shits less. Anyone can get it or don't get it. I don't care. What are you going to do? You're going to have like a little badge that says I got the shot? I suppose well, they, I do, they it, probably I'm, do. I don't wear any badge I can wear, buddy. I, yeah. I, that's what I'm getting at. Are you a badge guy? Wait, are we recording? Because this, this, yeah. this is the thing. We're doing the thing. This is the thing. I know. You're the, guy, you're, the, you're the guy that called me to get this started. You should know if we're live. Yeah. <laughs> you're, oh, whatever. Taylor calls up. He's like, hey, man, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, okay. Will you give me a patch? And he sent me a seed corn patch. A you're welcome patch. for that, That's by the we way. Bonded, man. That's what we bonded, Tanner. Yep. And then I, you saw the Infinity Pretzel, the Pioneer. You knew I was a good one. It is. It is a good one. And then I sent you the Richie Bubble stickers. <laughs> you know, I, I put like four of those on the cabs of different tractors, and guys were like, what the fuck, what's Richie Bubbles? I'm like, I don't know, it's a cool-ass sticker, just deal with it. <laughs> you should have said, you know, it makes you gay, right, if you drive. People <laughs> <laughs> were like, I ain't no gay. What? We don't have a southern accent in Wisconsin, come on. If you're going to impersonate us, you got to go, go You got to go more Canadian. Ooh, we're rednecks, okay. but we're more of the Canadian redneck. I'm not, not a bull uh, smoker, eh? <laughs> that's, ooh, some heavy, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's some heavy Minnesota. Did you guys uh did you guys bring up the our uh our one thing we committed to do each each week yet or we or, did and everybody got an A and we got an F because we haven't talked to you yet. I did it. I I had to get two of the two of my one minutes in today at work, but I did it. Awesome! I don't know what I did, but I feel like I fucked up my ribs pretty b- bad. But I haven't done planks in like two years, but it did feel good to start doing it again. I won't lie. That's probably okay, just... well. Let, let's let's talk about that. We we just talked about that, and um, we we uh, I like I told uh, Tyler I had I did something to my shoulder, so I did them the first two days. Then uh, I, I, I was just like, this is dumb. You know, at 55, when your shoulder's jacked up, it's like, this is just not going to, it's just making it worse. So I went to the gym and I did other things. Uh, I got on the treadmill. I turned it up to 15 and just walked for like a mile and a half, which is killer. Um, so it, I didn't do everything I was supposed to do in that regard. I did other, but I did other things. I did something every day. And then I did uh, the, I went back to it the last two days. So I did 50 today and 50 yesterday. 
Uh, and, he, and he said he didn't take any naps. And awesome. You did your thing. Now, did you feel any better this week? Um, I felt a little more confidence, I feel like. I don't know if I felt physically better, but you had that sense of accomplishment. Well, I, I think that's half. I think that thing in your brain, once you do it, you're like, yeah, I did something good. It's like a little invisible pat on the back. Yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, I did it. And no matter how small it is. And that, that's my point with this whole thing, writing this whole book, was going, how do I get my shit together? And, and every time I've gone, I'm going to teetotal. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to go. You, you can't, it's not doable. And we're humans. And shit right. comes up. I mean, I didn't, okay, I tweak my shoulder. That changes the game. You got kids. You got stuff going on. Job changes. You know, ice storms. There's always something. But when I found that I did something little all the time every day, even the, t I'll tell you what, the taking the 15 minute walks after dinner, I do that almost every night. Hmm. And I, instead, I must take my fat ass to the couch and, and watch Netflix and eat a whole pizza. And now it's like, no matter what I eat, I just walk for 15 minutes. I shit better. I feel better. It gets stuff moving. Think how small it is, dude. A 15 minute walk. That's, that's seven minutes one way, seven minutes back. In Kentucky, that's, that's that adds up correctly. Okay, yeah. Okay, yep. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, so it's eight minutes up and six minutes back. I don't know. But all those little things, dude, what, 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 just what you were talking about. Yeah, it's a tiny thing we did, but right. but we did it. Incremental changes. Huh? Incremental changes. It's, it's like a ratchet. Yeah. And also, those incremental changes are kind of like, like spreading to other things. Because I noticed the last, the last two days haven't had the TV on at all. Hmm. Uh -huh. Yes. Awesome. So you're getting, you're that wheel. You're, it took some effort to get it moving, but now it's starting to move. And it's picking right. up other shit on its way down the hill. Well, yeah. Like, when my wife came in and she's like, you don't have the TV on. I'm like, fuck, I know. <laughs> did you not realize it? No, I didn't. The whole day. And it's like, it's basically two days now because I haven't turned it back on. Right. Oh shit! Good for you, man. There you go. And see, are we getting our shit together? Getting, is, that, is that what's happening? We're getting our shit. No, bit. it's it's this big, dude. A little bit. <laughs> it's this big. I swear to God, though. I swear to God, it's 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 one of those deals where it's like, okay. And I think the big problem that we don't do this shit, okay, is because when we think about from going from here to here, where we're trying to get to, okay, like let's say you you wanted to you wanted to get in shape. You anybody knows what weight they want to be, should be, blah blah blah, right? Mm -hmm. So you're looking. I'm a little guy, so when I lost that 11 pounds, and then I gained a couple back, and then lost a couple more, I'm still right around that same area. That's a lot for me because I'm not big, right? Okay, but but when I first started, I knew where I wanted to go, and I was like, "Fuck, that's a long way away. I'll never get there from here." And then every time I thought, "Okay, I'm not going to go to the gym," I would just start walking. I just start walking. And yeah. a couple, and then I was doing a couple little 15, 20 minute walks a day. The shit adds up and it does. And then you're this much closer. Now that far away thing doesn't seem like anything. It's like, I can get there from here, you know? And so, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of in this Renaissance mode of, of just all these little tiny things going on. And what I'm finding too is <laughs> when I'm doing those little things that help me, all this other shit starts to just come around. I mean, all these great things are happening. The, the, the documentary, the, the food drinks people, the, the the Hawaii thing, the 
Yeah, and now I didn't I didn't tell you this. I was telling Tyler this that I'm gonna be gone for a month and my cousin called me today and said, Hey, I'm I know this girl that's up from Florida, she works in the nursing some nursing thing, ha- needs a house to rent, needs a place to oh, rent for a month. Nice. And I said twelve hundred bucks for the whole house for the month. And I talked to her on the phone and she sounds great. And yeah. and and so I'm gonna get the money up for, if she does it. And she might not, who knows? She's coming over Sunday and we're going to talk about it. And I'm going to let her say, here's the thing. She goes, I don't have anything except I need closet space for clothes. So if this happens and it works out, I'm going I'm to, and I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to travel the world and then rent my house while I'm gone. But it's difficult to, you know, you got to list it and all this other shit. And this just fell in my lap. So if this happens, how cool is it to go, okay, there's 1200 bucks. So that means, you know, I can fly my son out. To visit That's awesome. So right. I, when all when you do all these other things that take care of you, all this other shit starts happening just magically. I, I'm a firm believer, and that you can call it fate, you can call it whatever, but I agree that things happen for a reason. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Well, here's here's my view on that, and I want to hear Tyler's view on this too. I never thought that whenever I heard people say things happen for a reason, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I always saying, say there's a reason everything happens. But I think, we, I think we try to find that magic where it's, it's, oh, that's happening. Like there's some dude looking out for us upstairs and all this. I'm not saying I disagree with it. I'm just not sure. So I don't know. But I would like to think that. And, if I, and, and, and it's, a, it's a little more fun when you think that, don't you think? Maybe that's what I really think. I probably just took the popular generic phrase and just attached that to what I've always thought, but I think what you just said more accurately describes how I view that. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I was always thinking to myself, with all that believing in God and all that other stuff, if I get up there, and that's not even what it was at all, that life is just life. It's random. Everything's blowing around. There's bits and pieces and flotsam of whatever everywhere. And it's totally random. And um, I'll tell you a big part of what made me believe this, a bunch of different things. But one thing that's really poignant and that I remember in my life. Um, and my mom, when, I, when my parents were still around and I lived with my parents, we planted. I, we always, I think I told you about the Christmas trees. We plant them on a ball. And mm-hmm. We had this, you know, night, really nice for christmas tree in the backyard right outside the back window where my mom's where she did dishes over the sink and looked out the window and um there was a there was a robin that made a nest in there and uh, so we watched her build the nest we watched it all come together to completion then we, we we watched her have babies and then we'd see their little head sticking up chirpy 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 you know and i was like oh man so we was like oh you know we we named them manny mo and jack you know, from the Pep Boys. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they might have been girls. I don't know. Maybe they were girls. You know, sorry, this whole he, she shit. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, so, man, I was standing at the kitchen sink and I'm standing there one day and I see her just start flying around, making a crazy racket and a giant crow comes in just lands on the edge like one of those dragons from Lord of the or Game of Thrones. Or no, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. I, I nailed it. Yeah. Flies. Lord of the Flies, I know. 
<laughs> the only people that ever read that is because they went to public school. Um, but anyway, I mean, this fucker just, this dick comes flying in, grabs the edge of the thing and just goes, gulp, gulp, gulp. Just swallows Manny, Moe, and Jack and flies off. Never going to call her again. Uh, and, and you I watch this? My, yeah. And at that moment, guys, I thought to myself. I wish I had a pellet gun. <laughs> Why would I want a, a pelican? I mean, I don't even like seabirds. I, I mean, they could have gulped them down way quicker. I mean, they could have ate the whole nest and flown off. But I don't know where you came up with that. But anywho, um, so, uh, but I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, animals, there's no miracles in the animal world. You can pray all you want to. There's no miracles. There's no anything. There's just luck and bad luck. And it's not even luck. It's it's chance. It's bad luck or chance. It's all it is in the animal world. You are going to die by being eaten. You are going to die by being uh, freezing to death, exposure, starvation, dehydration, or a hunter's going to kill you. That's your options if you're an animal in this world. No, no animal rarely die of old age. You know, so I thought to myself, if there's what no animals, turtles? huh? I was going to say, what about turtles? Probably turtles? just get so old, they become food. Yeah. You can't tell if they're alive or not. They might be six years old. They might be 105. Uh, that's true. I mean, no, you're right. You're right about that. But still, I mean, maybe, maybe tur I'm sure there's some things that die, you know, a very small percentage of something that dies of old age. Sure. Um. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be heart disease because all I eat is green stuff. But anyway, um, <laughs> but that's where I, that that was a big thing with me. And I thought, it, you know, the the closest thing to us is the animal world. You can only you know, if you're going to make a comparison, or, or, or you know, we can't we can't uh, compare ourselves with anything but the animal world. It's all we got to go off of. When it comes to life, death, yeah. you know, luck, chance, God, no God, whatever. Sure. There's nothing else to compare it to. And there's nothing there. And we're animals. We can't we can read and write and come up with, you know, write Bibles and stuff, but that doesn't mean, you know, that's there's no proof in it. It's something you, you can't see it, you can't tell. You nobody knows until we die. Or we don't know. Yeah. Wow, that's they got deep in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah, well, it's good that I mean we it's good perspective. I, I had never thought about it like that. And I'm sure your listeners had never thought about it like that. Or most hadn't. Or maybe you got some of like the smartest, most philosophical listeners on the planet. I really don't know. What is your demographic? Who who well, listens to Rich Reagans? You're gonna you're gonna walk out on a stage in a little bit, right? Yeah, about yeah. What paint me a picture. What does the average person look like in that on that stage? Or on, in that arena, excuse me. Well, let me back up a little bit. I'll tell you another uh, group that never thought of that is uh, Manny Moe and Jack. <laughs> they, never thought of they didn't have time because they were swallowed uh. whole by a crow while the others were chirping and watching it. Jesus Palomino, that was so bad. Jesus um, Palomino. Anyway, so so what what did you want to? Uh, what were you asking me now? What's what, what what demographic of what? So like I, there's I don't know how many people are going to be in this audience. Call it a hundred. 
what does the average of those hundred people look like? Like, paint me their picture. Tell me their story. Who are you talking to? Who are you connecting with on that stage? Um, I connect with everybody, young, old, whatever. Um, I mean, any, any. There, it's like any comedy club crowd. I don't. I haven't been to a lot, so talk to me like I'm five. Um, okay. Well, um, uh, it's Thursday, so there won't be a lot of older people. It's not a okay. weekend, right? Um, uh, this is Bardstown Road. It's like the cool hip area of town. So there's hmm. going to be some people like that. There's always rednecks. Um, usually you have a couple hecklers, usually one drunk girl. Um, yeah, that's most of the people that come see me. It's, it's, I, it, you know what? It's just like when I was in high school, I didn't have a group. I didn't have, uh, I was friends with the jocks, the heads, you know, all those yep. kind of people. And, uh, and I had, I, I never fit in anywhere. I, I've never fit in anywhere. I've always been friends with everybody. So my crowds are like that too. I love that. Um, Speaking of drunk girls, okay, I rewrote um, the intro to the book the other day, and I'd like to read that to you guys. If it's it's not long, okay, I want to read you one part of it. That's not too long, but I want to. I I found of a cool way. I think I found a cool way to express to the reader what I'm trying to accomplish with the book. I'm trying to say to the reader, let me be your guide with what I've learned. And look, I don't have my shit together. Nobody does. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, nobody has their shit together. Right. So all, all this is ever going to be is just an up and down thing where we try to work on little bits of it. You know, that's it. But I'm going to try to do this, and I want to read this to you, to the reader, okay? Okay. Let's hear now, it. Some, if some reason this fucks up, I got to go do this show in 10 minutes anyway. So I got to leave anyway. Um, Are you ditching us on your own podcast? <laughs> like it sounds like you're. It sounds like we're a bad girlie on a like on a, on a bad date right now or something. This is like the worst Tinder date I've ever been on. Okay. All right. Um, to your intro. Come on. No, no, no. I'm kidding, man. Um, no, it's great. But I wrote this, and I listen. It was everything I could do. Listen, you guys are the. I'm Sharon Bacon, folks. We're 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 in this together. You're the only guys. You're my family with a book I'm writing and a podcast I just started doing. My whole life is changing in all these crazy ways. But you guys are my brothers in this. I could not. I wanted to text this to you guys so fucking bad when I wrote it. It was four in the morning, and I'm like, no, I want to talk about it on the show. Then I got up here. I was gonna pull it up on my website because I, I, I mean, my, uh, my laptop, and I can't get, I can't get the laptop to work. So I was gonna read it while mm. I spoke to you, and my battery's dying. Okay, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm gonna flip it up. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna read that thing, and hopefully I can get back to you. Okay. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yep. Go for it. We're really doing it. And he disappears. There so, we go. How'd you like that? Did you enjoy it? Didn't hear what you said. Didn't hear a fucking what you said. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to do it from memory. Are you writing this on your fucking telephone? Is that what's happening right now? Hey, no, do you have I'm not. Do you have an option to share your screen? Like, uh, I don't... No, look, we're gonna have to do a lot more. Yeah. Are you writing this book like with a pen? No, dickweed. I'm carving it in a piece of wood, like the real. Yeah. Did. Well, it sounds like you're cutting friend. corners. Right. I'm yes, carving it. Want to read your book? Be a you man. I'm carving it with my dick in the side of a case of Natty Light, like a real fucking man. Okay. 
what I'm doing. Oh my God. Motherfuckers. So, so. Okay, you said Nanny Light. Okay. I'm carving a book I'm writing about motivation with my dick in the side of a case of Natty Light. Jesus Christ, nobody's coming up with shit like this. Fuck me running. You know that's going to go viral. We're putting that on your TikTok. I hit the fucking lottery with you two beautiful sons of bitches. I'll tell you that. <laughs> God damn it. Eastwood when you need him. Okay. I'm going to try to do it from memory, and I'll explain to you what, I'm, what, I'm, what my goal is here. I'm trying to say, send a message to my dear reader, the people I appreciate most that are actually going, you know what, I'll get your little shitty book about getting your shit together. And I'm going to frame it in let me be your guide, okay? Not a professional in anything, but let me be your guide. Because getting your shit together is easy in little steps. It's as easy as pitting, picking up the drunk girl at last call. Okay? okay? Now, please, I want you to be my last call drunk girl, reader. And let me be the only decent guy in the fraternity. Getting a girl, okay, improving your shit, getting your shit together is all a series of tiny little steps, right? Correct. Right. Okay. Getting a drunk girl up the steps to her place is a series of tiny steps. <laughs> Correct? Correct. With two cerebrally challenged people that have to work together with their steps. <laughs> the same dynamic in the book. Be my drunk girl, and I'll help you get home. Oh, my God. Please, reader, let me be the guy that gets above you on the steps and holds you by your wrist and gently pulls you up while you blow snot bubbles and cry. <laughs> let me... Oh Let God. me be the guy below you on the steps that pushes on your dance floor stained butt. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm writing in the book, dude. It's going to be great. You're, uh, the intro, you're supposed to get the reader's attention. Oh, this attention, is opening. Attention caught, man. Uh, and uh, we did uh, we did a good job because uh, highly doubt you got to re-record that for the audio book either. Oh, dude. Well, wait. There's more. Oh, we're not done. Oh, you're not even close. I thought you said it was short. Yes. <laughs> well, I know he's not going to finish the book, you two fuckers. No, he will. I, you're, you're reading the book to me. Keep going. <laughs> You're like, Come on, oh, I already, I already paid for this thing. Okay, so, so um, let me be the guy that, that doesn't mind doing this shit all over again because your sloppy ass fell down the steps and now we got to start over. Just like in life. No selfies! Not now! <laughs> oh my God, did you pee? Oh man, that's a lot. Okay, we're up here. We made it. We're in your apartment. Now, girl, let me tell you what I got in store for you now. 
first thing I'm going to do to you is take you in the bathroom, help you brush your teeth and wash your face. Then I'm going to put you in the bed and I'm going to, I'm going to tuck you in the bed. Yes, I said tuck you. Annunciation is key there. There's a hard T. A hard T there. Tuck you. I'm going to tuck you in your bed. T is in tango. Then I'm going to plug your phone in. Then I'm going to quietly lock the door behind me. And I'm never going to call you again. <laughs> but girl, let me tell you something. Tomorrow's a brand new day. And you're going to feel better in the morning. Cheers. I I like it. It's very you. It fits Why you. Why say it like that? I like it. You like it? I like I'm it. I'm still trying to process. That was the fucking greatest delivery of all time. I don't know what you're saying, Tanner. Yeah, what are you I'm saying? still trying to process where you were mentally to get that analogy or that comparison in your head. I'm a big fan of it. It's going to do great. Oh, but, I know but, you, and now I'm trying to think, what was going on in Richie's day that made him think that? Well, I, somebody was helping my drunk ass up the steps, and I was wearing a wig. I mean, we, oh. it's pretty easy stuff here. Throwing softballs here, Tanner. I'm that was this week. Baby. That was this week. No, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I thought about it. I mean, anybody can think up metaphors for stuff, but but isn't that what I'm doing? If I help this reader... Get his shit together on some stupid little level. It's no different than helping a drunk girl. She's having problems. She needs help, but she's all right. She's a good person. She's just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And Nailed we need it. more people that'll put your ass in the bed and not do something stupid while we're there. You know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just thought it was a good angle. Wouldn't that be cool, too, if you did the whole book like that? And here's the thing, too. And you can make fun of a drunk girl because you're not making fun of women. You're not making fun of any certain type of person. No. Drunk girls drunk are the girl. easiest demographic to get away with making fun of. And we've all been drunk guys before, so, you know, you're not, anybody can make fun of drunk people. Boy, yeah. my head's really healing up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It actually looks real good. Ah, and I've been putting vitamin E oil on it. That's good. They say that's good for the skin. That's what they say. You know, when you get older, you don't regenerate skin as fast. Or hair, or energy or whatever so here's the thing man um i would like to i'd like to if it's cool with you guys to continue our little challenge with either the same stuff or maybe something else if you want i'm good with that okay mm -hmm. what do you, you what do you want to do today you want to keep it the same or you want to switch it up i'm up for either that's why i was kind of del deliberating in my head because i could totally do it Another week of not napping, but I can also change it up and do something different. So, okay, what about this? Yeah. What about a short walk after dinner? Just that. I like that plan. Okay. A lot of um, fucking what's, what's out there. Just, and, and here's the thing, too. We're not trying to kill ourselves. We're just trying to do a little bitty something, something. That's all. Like a 15-minute 15, 15 walk. Seven up, six back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I can commit to that. I'll commit to that. I can do 15 high. minutes. 
I can do okay. five, five, and five. Yeah, five, five, and five. You know what? It, it, five minutes. It doesn't matter. Five, five, and or just whatever. Let's uh, let's say ten minute walk, maybe ten minute walk after dinner only, not breakfast, not lunch. And Fuck anything extra you do is gravy. If you want to keep going, keep going. You can do whatever. Sure. Let's just do that, and we'll all do that. We'll do do, do the walk after dinner every night because we have dinner. We all where you eat dinner. Here's the thing: anywhere you eat, you can walk. True. Are we gonna? Are we gonna like document it on social media? Because if I went and posted it that first night that I did my planks, I don't think I would have kept with it. Really? I needed that a little bit of accountability. Okay. Maybe it's an ego thing. I, I won't lie to you. It felt good to have some interaction saying you know, at a boy. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Um, okay. What are we going to do on the minutes? You want to say 10, 15, 5? What do you want to do? The... I like 15. That's easy. Okay. You know, 7 and 8. Okay. Okay. Are you cool with that, TA? I am cool with that, yes. Okay. Fuck, you can walk. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that, too. It's just a 15-minute walk up and back. So we'll do that, and that's all we're going to do. That's it. Just for seven days. Or right. no, actually, yeah, so that's seven days since it's next Thursday. Right. Yep. Okay. And we'll just see if that makes a difference. Now, think about how easy this shit's going to be. But it is going to be different because we don't do that every day. Yeah, true. Right. True. I yeah, mean, it's and then if nothing else, we're going to have that little thing. And if we fuck it up and we don't do it one day, big fucking whoop. What if we only did it five days? That's five days you ate your dinner and fucking walked it off fifteen minutes. I think I just did the math in my head. It's like approximately five minutes to the bar and five minutes back, and you double the time for the walk back. I think I got my fifteen in this week, guys. But again, if you go, even if you go to the okay. If you go to the bar a couple times a week and you, you know, you walk, it's, it's still, it's, it's all gravy, dude. It's yeah, all gravy. I, I think I got this getting my shit together thing. I figured out he's got to go to the bar more often. Fuck, you're a genius. That's, That's why we level thinking, guys. That's upper level thinking. <laughs> Not dogging. That is. The bad thing for me is I got to walk past the, past the gym to get to the bar. That's shitty. They put that bar in the wrong place, or I live in the wrong neighborhood, one or the other. <laughs> well, guys, listen, it's 7.32. The show started two minutes ago, so I got to jump off of here. Yeah, this was a little fragmented one, but we got it done, didn't we? Yeah. Sure did. <laughs>